What's going on, guys? Justin Ostat here with the Still Yenzers podcast. This is episode four, and I'm here today with Dan and Bob of the Steel Twins. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's up, bro? Glad to be back on the podcast. Yeah, it's good to have you guys back. You guys missed episode three. Um, you had some things going on, but we're back here. We're here to talk about Steelers training camp. And uh, I think we're also going to touch on the whole NFL helmet rule. And, uh, yeah, so, Dan, how's it, how's it been this week, man? What do you think about training camp? It's definitely very interesting and uh, very uh, competitive from what I've heard, from what I've seen. Yeah. Um, James Washington is one name that really sticks out specifically because of his playmaking and his catching. I agree. Sounds very promising, um, especially on that one-handed catch he made on the uh, uh, underthrown. Uh, yeah, it was a terrible pass by Dobbs. Right, uh, but, he, but he, being a great playmaker and a promising playmaker, Made a play on it. And speaking of Josh Dobbs, you know, he hasn't really performed to the degree that we all thought he was going to. No. Yeah. It's uh, kind of concerning because I'm a fan of Dobbs. I've been high on him ever since we drafted him. And yeah, then- I haven't been too big on Dobbs um, pretty much after the last year's preseason. Yeah. Um, when we drafted him, of course, I was, you know, optimistic and, and whatnot about him. I was hoping he could be potentially... I'm not going to say Ben's a replacement, but, you know, put some competition in there. But right now, I'm not so sure about him or, you know, uh, Landry. Yeah. So, we definitely have some issues with quarterback. I mean, we have plenty of guys and capable of guys, I think, um, you know, under the right development. Absolutely. Now, the question is, is Mason Rudolph the answer, you know, to the to the burning hole in, in Pittsburgh as far as quarterback goes? I'm not so sure yet. I mean, time will tell. Um, he's one name that really uh, is someone to look out for this training camp, uh, the remainder of training camp, rather, and, uh, and preseason as well. Of course. So yeah. he's, been, he's been getting his groove on. He's been getting to the mix of things right. as training camp goes on. Right. We'll see. I mean, uh, we got preseason coming up, and we're going to definitely see not just Mason, but all, you know all the rookies and uh, all the second stringers. You know, We're really going to see what this team's made of. I will say, though, as far as my personal opinion, I haven't seen too much out of anybody from training camp that really, uh, you know, outside of late or not Le'Veon, I was about to say Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, he's not at camp. <laughs> Antonio Brown, who is at camp, has impressed me, minus, you know, I know he got injured or whatever, um, which from what I'm being told, it's not a big deal. Right, but uh, it's, it, it kind of reminds me of the injury Morgan Burnett had when we first started camp. Yeah. They kept him out a few days just to be uh, very cautious, and I think that's what we should do with Brown. Knowing he's our biggest playmaker, we can't risk to lose him, and uh, especially with the lack of depth we have at wide receiver, really can't risk to lose him. So I'd, uh, if, if it's up to me, I'd send out all the, uh, the whole weekend. Yeah, I mean, didn't he have an injury in the same area? Uh, when we played the Patriots that one year? Yeah, it was something similar. I can't remember exactly what the injury was. but uh, Yeah, I think it was something real, like close to that, if not you know, his quad. I know I remember hearing about, I think it was his quad that, that he messed up in camp this, this week. I'm it was not sure. Something like that. I think he had a groin injury. I, I, can't, I don't know the specific details, but hopefully Brown uh, recovers fully, although I don't think it's serious, but still. Yeah, I mean, but there's some burning questions because Pittsburgh's not coming out and, you know, giving us a clear answer as to what's going on with Brown. Um, I actually prefer that because yeah. I think the media would just take it and just take, uh, take it to a whole new level. Yeah, with the like whole the, Madden cover curse. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm, I'm already seeing it go around Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so outside of Brown, who, you know, obviously we expect him to perform and do some crazy stuff. 
Uh, I'm really trying to think of some other people who've made some big plays. I mean, like you guys said, Washington's uh, been having a pretty good uh, camp so far. Right. Uh, James Conner is another one that uh, looks promising. He's having a very good camp Yeah, himself. he's slimmed down too. Yeah, he's looking much faster, more dominant. So well, yeah. I, know, I know Ben's been throwing some picks, but I yeah, mean... But- I don't know if that's specifically him or if that's just our defense stepping up. Uh, part of me wants to say our defense is stepping up, but time will tell. Yeah. And speaking of our defense, our first-round pick, uh, uh, Terrell Edmonds, is seeming to be stepping up, and he's looking uh, pretty promising. In yeah. Camp. He's, he's making the most out of uh, the first-team reps since Burnett is out. Absolutely. Um, and I even heard that he's looking promising as a, a potential corner. And the thing is, we could use him in sub-packages as a sub-inside linebacker, which Tomlin has expressed interest in doing. Right. So that itself is promising. Yeah, I definitely heard they're going to be shifting him around, even though he does have a set position, which I believe is safety. Yeah. Um, but he does have experience. It's a linebacker. He's right. very versatile himself, and he has everything that we could want in a potential inside linebacker. Yeah, I, I have no doubts that uh, Tomlin and the rest of the coaching staff is going to be plugging him in different areas Right. when the season comes around. Right. Granted, you know, hopefully he stays healthy and whatnot, but... um. I'm trying to think who else had a big camp this week, though. I mean, like, I'm hearing because Audie Burns, uh, I'm hearing Audie Burns is doing good, but when he got injured, Cameron Sutton came in and he was looking promising himself as well. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of good things about Sutton. Yes. Really? Yeah. Um, he, uh, I, even uh, Mike Kilton, um, he, I believe he got a few reps at a uh, free safety. Nice. And Tomlin himself has even said he's a strong tackle, which is promising. So, uh, and honestly, if we wanted to, we could run a few reps where Hillen is the safety and we bring Sutton in as a slot corner, which I think would be very well because with our, with our defense, it's very versatile. We could run so many different formations and, right. and anything with the, with, with, with the players we have. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, uh, we camp's nowhere near being over. Uh, we are about to hit preseason next week, I believe. August 9th is when we play the Eagles, which is a Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. Uh, that will be our first preseason game. Of course, we're going to have a lot of coverage on the website, stillyensers.com. If you guys have not checked out our website, please do so. We just had a major update today uh, to the website, and we're going to have all kind of coverage, anything from statistics to you know just talking about the game, pregame, all that good stuff. Um, just right. wanted to plug that in real quick. And we're um, definitely going to have a lot of exciting content from me, myself, Rob, right. Justin. And I want to give a huge shout-out to Steel Jedi and Steel Logic, who have just uh, joined the crew. And they're definitely going to have a lot of exciting Yeah, Jedi well. just had a really good post, actually. So, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. these guys, they're all contributing, you know, some really good material. And I hope you guys check out the website and uh, read some of those editorials that we have up because they're really good. And uh, I think as far as Steelers content goes, it's a, you know, breath of f- fresh air. So Absolutely. Um. As far as training camp, though, I, th- I think we covered some of the major things. You know, the Brown injury is not a big deal. Le'Veon Bell's not at camp, whatever. Who cares? I know I said I wasn't going to bring him up, but there he is. It's hard not to. <laughs> it's hard not to, dude. Especially uh, with his most recent news, which I'm not going to bring up myself. Now, I know we didn't plan on this um, as far as talking about Bell, but I do want to plug one quick thing in there, and it's not really related to him or what he's done recently to make media uh, websites go crazy. Um, I, I really hope the Steelers trade him. I know that sounds crazy to a, a specific group of Steelers fans, but I think there's some players out there that, that you know, would really 
make this team a lot better. I agree. And depending on who you talk to, you may be in the minority or in the majority, but right. I... I'm in that category for one to trade Bell big time. Absolutely, and, same here. Uh, we even posted uh, uh, on Twitter that uh, you know Khalil Mack. You know, there's rumors that the Raiders might trade him. We could trade Bell and yeah, I saw that. That would be a really good addition to our defense. Seriously, and it would fix a hole. Yeah, trade, um, trade Bell next year, second or third round pick, and get Khalil Mack out of it. The biggest problem I see with the Le'Veon Bell trade talk is probably what team's going to want to take that kind of money. Um, yeah. You know, um, who wants to pick up that bill? Right. And that's why I think the Raiders are the best fit because, well, they're, first of all, they're going to be, uh, well, they're going to have to fix the running back issue with Lynch yeah. in his final year. And they kind of have a thing for those type of players because, well, they, they just got Bryant. They right. did have Alden Smith who had major uh, off-field issues. So they're not afraid to touch... You know, players with issues, off-field issues, on-field, whatever. Right. Um, so I think this should just be a win-win deal, to be honest with you. And they have money. Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely. They just they just th- threw the bank at uh, Gruden. Yeah. Who I don't <laughs> believe deserved you know that much money, but whatever. Uh, it's the Raiders. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, hopefully that's something the Steelers consider. I really don't want to see Le'Veon Bell back in Pittsburgh. I know that, like I said, there's a group of people out there who swear up and down he's the greatest thing to ever touch Heinz Field uh, or Pittsburgh in general. That's fine. Um, I disagree, respectfully. Um, I, I think running back is not an issue for the, uh, the Steelers or any team in the NFL. I think uh, running back is just something that's so easy to uh, fill in the spaces. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's just my opinion, though. What do I know? I've only been watching football for, I don't know, 20-some years now. <laughs> so... Uh, let's get into the next hot topic here, which is going to be the new NFL helmet rule. Um, if those of you who probably have been sleeping under a rock, there is a new rule, uh, that pertains to the helmets. It's, it's a little complicated, uh, complicated to explain, but it basically is like, if you run and you hit a guy in the head with your helmet, you're probably going to get a flag no matter how it's done. At this point. And I think we saw that, you know, with the Hall of Fame game. We saw some of those plays get flagged. Nobody got ejected, right? No, no one got ejected. But um, there were definitely a few plays that were questionable. The flags were questionable. And it just gave you a little sneak peek of how the season's going to turn out. And it doesn't look I think it's going to get worse. It is. (laughs) I think they kind of toned it down for this game. Um, There was a few plays I remember seeing where they could have threw that flag. Yeah. Where guys were hitting helmets and stuff and... There was one play in particular where the receiver caught the ball. I don't remember who it was. Um, he gets tackled, or not even gets tackled. He he's in the in the process of being tackled. He's going to the ground, and one of the safeties comes down and hits him, right know, right in the head. And I didn't see a flag, and I was like, well, wait a minute. Here's the problem. You know, you can't pick a play and not pick the other when they're the same thing. Exactly. That's where. This kind of stuff is going to be an issue, and I think it's going to cost some teams a lot of games. And speaking of that, there were two plays that really came to mind. Uh, m- mostly one is, uh, I believe it was when Lamar Jackson stepped in. Mm. He threw a pass to, I think it was Hayden Hurst, correct me if I'm wrong, um, but he was in the process of making the catch, and the safety, being a you know common defender defending the play right uh prevented the touchdown and made a clean hit leading with his shoulder but they still threw the flag 
Yeah, so, see, that's another issue too. I'm glad you brought that up. The so, shoulder. Yeah, but you know, what's the what's the defender supposed to do? Let him catch the touchdown? Exactly. And that's what's gonna end up happening over time. I think players are just gonna be too afraid to commit that foul. Especially when they get fined or even worse, get suspended for this crap. Yeah, and either way, you know, it's a it's it's a lose lose type thing because either you allow the dude to catch a touchdown or you hit him but still get penalized. Yeah, because like even some plays you got guys who'll catch a ball and as a defender you're gonna want to try to knock it out of there. Yeah, exactly. So how are you supposed to do that? Are you supposed to pull out a magic wand and say a bunch of, you know, made up words to have the ball disappear? It's it's not it doesn't work like that. That's not how football is yeah, played. Exactly. It's, I, I it's get just, the NFL wants to change the rules to uh, you know, increase player safety, but this is just not gonna work and yeah. I think it's gonna excuse my, my French here, but it's gonna piss a lot of people off. And the season hasn't even started and I'm just cringing at what could possibly happen. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really killing the game. It's really killing the business overall. Seriously, it's, I mean, just, it's, it's just ridiculous. It yeah. is. It's very ridiculous. Like, how is the defender supposed to not defend it? I mean, it's just it's a it's a normal thing in football. How can you take that away? Yeah, and you know, there's just there's so many things wrong with the NFL. They do these rule changes, and then two three years later, they revert back to the the way things used to be. They just changed the uh the, the way the catching uh what was that what is that called uh you know oh, Jesse James caught that ball rule I guess surviving the ground yeah they yeah. just changed that back and it's like well that's nice to know because you know had that been in play last year we'd probably had home field advantage we would have and no doubt you know I'm not saying that really makes a difference in how I guess it does. I it don't does because I mean, if we got first seed, we would have faced Tennessee instead of the Jags. It, it would have totally changed the playoff. The whole playoff yeah. picture could be different. You, you, we could be the Super Bowl champions right now, but that, but we will never know that because of the catch rule. Which year. it was a catch. Yes, and I'm was. not just saying that because I'm a Steelers fan. It, it's just like, like the play that that I'm talking about that happened at the Hall of Fame game. In my opinion, that was not an interception. I agree. I agree. Because he didn't have, first of all, he had the, his hand on the ball, but it was on the upper part of it. He had no hand underneath that ball, and it hit the ground. Yeah. So I don't know what the hell the NFL is doing. I don't know what their referees are doing. Whoever's in control of that, you guys really need to figure your, your stuff out because there's a thing called XFL, which a lot of people are trying to make a joke out of. But let me tell you something. They're a lot more serious than they were the last time uh, th- this company was in business. Absolutely. Um, and I know that because Vince McMahon is not trying to be the face anymore. He's just the one funding it. He started a whole other uh, company, a parent company, to host this thing. They got some really good, knowledgeable football uh, specialists inside this place. And guess what? 2020, when they come, if the NFL continues to go the route they're going, People are seriously going to consider watching the other program. Absolutely. And they're going to take full advantage of everything that the NFL is not doing right. Mm-hmm. And don't be surprised if we if they make or if they have a Pittsburgh team, don't be surprised if I don't make another website covering that team. Which I hope they do because <laughs> uh, I hope so. I, I'm not holding my breath, though. Yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for this podcast. We're a little over the 15-minute mark now. I uh, appreciate you guys coming over. And uh, discussing these topics with me, um, especially the helmet thing, because that's been that's been eating me alive all week. Yeah, um, it's really going to kill the season. It's going to take the fun out of everything. Yeah, I mean, every year there's there's one rule. Yeah, there is. 
So uh, we're going to end this podcast here. We'll be back next week. I'm thinking Wednesdays when the next episode's going to be. Um, I'm not going to make any promises, but I do want to kind of touch on the future of how this podcast is uh, going to be put out. I plan on doing video and I'll probably get more you know, details about that later, but soon we're going to be doing video format, which I know a lot of people will enjoy. Of course, we're still going to have the audio format as well uh, on the typical places that we post at. Um, if you guys have not, go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Still Yenzers. Um, Instagram, I'm going to be getting more active on that in the upcoming week. So, uh, you guys want to say anything before we get out of here? Also, don't forget that we're going to be having a lot of Mad 19 content coming out oh, as well. Yeah. So. A lot of Mad but And it's not just on Still Yenzers, uh, the Still Twins channel. If you guys aren't subscribed to that, go ahead check it out on YouTube. I'm sure they're going to be doing a lot of Madden content as well. As well as Steelers content, too. Um, Absolutely. Especially in the upcoming week with a preseason. Oh, yeah. You know, a full go. So, yep. All right, guys. Well, let's get out of here. We'll see uh, everybody in the next episode. Go Steelers. Like, comment, subscribe. We'll see you later. Peace. Peace.